Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by Genesis House, FirstNet, built with AT&T, and the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts, Father, Jersey Ed, and Noontime with Skylar Newt, as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, everybody, Friends in Recovery Podcast, uh, Jersey Ed here, and uh, I'm here with uh, my co-host today. And it's noontime with Sky. <laughs> How's everyone doing? <laughs> good, good. And we're missing the Podfather. So, guys, uh, we miss you, Podfather. He, um, he he couldn't be here today, but he'll be back next week. And uh, uh, that's a hard job, Sky. That's a hard <laughs> job to do. Just introducing, like the Podfather just like spits it out and it's done and it's over with. And yeah, he's like good, a radio so. announcer. He just does it real naturally. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I didn't even practice. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be easy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to like, what are you talking about? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, welcome guys. Real quick. Our guest today is Dennis Berry. Guys, stick around for Dennis, man. We had a little pre-show warm up and uh, we should have recorded that guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Did. But, uh, but Dennis Berry is, um, uh, he has a lot of things going on. He's in recovery, life coach, and I'll get into it a little bit more and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. But I do want to let everybody know if um, you want to get a hold of us, uh, give us a call at 617-379-1163, or you can email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com and uh, you know, keep those emails coming. And um, we also have uh, some community. Yeah, so we have doing. social media. Um, we have the, the Friends on Recovery podcast page and the Friends on Recovery community of support group. Um, you can request to be in that. We do all kinds of fun stuff in there, different ways to engage with each other. Um, this Tuesday or um, the 16th of this month, uh, so that will be our ventures meeting. So our ventures planning committee meeting. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's super fun. And we have a skating uh, event we're doing this month. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be rolling so skating. If, if you go on, everybody, if you go on um, our Facebook pages, um, um, Help the Friends of Recovery, that's our email. Um, if friends of Recovery Facebook, Podcast. Friends of Recovery Podcast yep. or Friends of Recovery Adventures or Friends of Recovery Communities. Yes. Just look up Friends of Recovery and all this stuff will come up and you'll find the babble that me and Skylar are trying to put out here so but um and just to just want to remind everybody that we do 12-step meetings daily two times a week friends in recovery we do two two 12-step meetings noon and 7 p.m seven days a week um please check them out depending on what coast you're on that's east coast time so you do the math subtract or add or whatever it is and be there at that time great meetings guys great community so um also, guys, we need your likes and subscribes. That's really important to us, um, you know, so we can kind of get this word out and, and keep the show going and, and, you know, all that good stuff. So likes and subscribes are real important. Just uh, scroll down um, during the show. Hit five stars. If you're watching us, hello. If you're not, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, that, that's kind of that's it. So, um, Skylar, we have Dennis Berry on the show. And yes. um, a couple of days ago, um, really just a couple hours ago, I'll be honest, because this is my prep an hour before I'm like, hmm, who's on the show today? <laughs> <laughs> but I read his, his bio a while ago, but I looked at his website, man. He has an awesome website. I, I mean, you guys have to check it out. Dennisberry.com. 
And I'm going to give you a little bit of what he does. And we're going to bring him out. He has an amazing story, guys. He's just just a, just an all-around cool fucking dude, okay? That's what he is. And <laughs> and uh, he just likes helping people. And him and I had a little conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago, but he, he was really cool. So Dennis Berry is a master life coach and has been working with people worldwide for over 15 years. With modern type of technology, he can work with anybody anywhere via Zoom. His expertise is in life mastery. He also is, he has also been sober since um, April 8th, 2003, during which time he became a successful businessman, athlete, and family man. His journey is in re, his journey his journey in recovery helps him find his mission in life, which is to help others achieve their inner peace and success, and master every area of their lives. Dennis knows what it is like to be helpless and hopeless with no positive direction. We, I think we all know that one. A lot mm -hmm. of our listeners probably know that too. He was able to climb out of the gutter and transform his life um, and spends, uh, transform his life and spends his, his life helping others doing the same. Um, he, a couple of things that Dennis did in, in the past um, that he wrote a book uh, called the funky, uh, funky wisdom. He has a podcast, a funky brain podcast. Check that out. Um, Again, life mastery school, coaching, public speaking. He does a little bit of everything. You can find all that on dennisberry.com and that'll be all in the show notes. But welcome to the show, Dennis. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty awesome. Thanks for the intro. That makes me sound really cool. <laughs> well, you are really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are really cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard this thing years ago. This guy, one of some step, some baseball player got busted for doing steroids or something, a big beloved one that everybody loved. And and everybody was like so down on him. And the guy was like, you know, you don't want to ever get to know anybody too well mm. because, you know, we're all imperfect. You know, mm. eventually it all comes out, but yes. everybody puts everybody up on a pedestal. And then eventually we realize we're all just flawed human yeah. beings, just yeah. like the next one. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you brought that up, Dennis. And um, because, you know, baseball players, football players, basketball players. I just read this book called Atomic Habits. I'm not sure if you if you read that. Um, amazing book. If it, you, pick it up. I read it in like five days and it takes me like 10 weeks to read the comic section. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Atomic Habits and basically, and I'm sure you heard this and, and, you know, but, uh, it, it really put things in perspective when you see a basketball player make that, that, um, that, that foul line jump or the three point, um, you know, basket, um, that's a lot of practice. That's a lot of time that they're not in front of people. That's a lot of time that they're just in sweatpants and, and just, you know, at the gym or at, you know, we don't see that. We see Shaq out there, you know, hammering things away. And that goes with everybody in life. You know, we, we all think everybody's perfect. We're perfectly imperfect. And thank you for bringing that up because that, that sets, that sets its tone for everything and that life is not perfect. So this podcast, probably won't be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, those are all great points. It's like, it, it, I've been sober a long time and, uh, but I'm still not perfect. I work, I work with couples and I help couples save their marriage, 30 year marriages, 20 year marriages, but I'm not a relationship group. Like I have problems in my own relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everything is like, we're, we're all just, I love my favorite meme lately over the last year or so is, um, you know, the older I get, the more I realize that nobody really knows what's going on. We're all just kind of winging it. You know, every day <laughs> know we up, we're like, hey, why don't I try this today? We'll see how that goes. That's it. <laughs> Trial and That's error. It. 
that's life, <laughs> man. That that's that's how we all. That's how you started your business. I'm sure that's how that's how, you know you wake up and you figure, okay, well if the shit didn't work yesterday, let's start, try some new shit today and figure it out today. And eventually, mm-hmm. you know my sayings, guy, in all of our meetings, the more shit you throw against the wall, the better chances you got to stick. You know, so um, yeah, and we know. don't fail. Like it, yeah. the late Amen. great Dr. Wayne Dyer, he used to say this all the time. He's like, nobody ever fails at anything. Failure is the biggest fear everybody has: fear of failure, fear mm-hmm. of success, fear of everything. But everybody says fear of failure, but he says, you know, none of us ever really fails at anything. All we do is produce results. And so what do you do with the results you produce? So if I throw you a football and you drop it, are you a football failure? No. Mm. Then I throw you, I keep throwing you the football and you catch it. Now you're yeah. a football success. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a real estate person and you're trying to sell a house and the deal falls through, are you a re- real estate failure? No, you keep next month, you sell another house. Now you're a real estate success. Exactly. So all we do is produce results. Yeah. What do yeah. you do with the results that you produce? Exactly. And it, life is just a series of producing results. And then what do we do with those results? And eventually we become successful. But you know, what, Dennis, it brings up a good point to, to the human brain automatically de- defaults to negative um, thinking. And that's just, just a proven fact. Mm-hmm. We have over 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. Okay. That's about two to 3,000 thoughts an hour. And 90% of those thoughts, and we can only have one thought in our head at a time. And 90% of those thoughts are negative. And we have to learn how to retrain our brain so some of those positive um, thoughts can come in. It's a whole science on it. I, I Again, I read it in some book, but it's a whole science on it. And it's crazy that that we're, we're that negative in our brain. But it goes back, I think, to, and I promise we'll get into your story here, but this is fascinating. This is like right yeah. up my alley, man. I right? love this shit. Um, <laughs> but it goes back to caveman days because we had to protect ourselves we had to watch everything we had to be on the lookout for everything is that going to kill me what's that is that a dinosaur is that a tree you know we had to be prepared for that but nowadays it's not it's it's nothing you know (laughs) everything's handed to us really you know (laughs) we just got to learn how to do it to do something with it so yeah and what you were talking about is instinct so we Mm -hmm. used to be more instinctual instinctual right because we needed to be and we also and keep keep that in mind. We also used to move on quicker, or yes. we used to let things go quicker and move to the next thing. Yeah. Now, so what happened years ago? We were out. We had to like find food. You know, we didn't have McDonald's and Chick Fil A. We had to go out <laughs> and find food, and then we were very instinctual. Something would happen. We would like get in a fight with somebody, and then we would just move beyond it and go to the next thing. Yeah. Like because yeah. we're just we were just animals. Now we hold on to stuff. Now we think more and we worry more and we stress more. What do people think about us? Am I five pounds overweight? Is my 401k okay? I need health insurance. Who's the fucking president? So we have to like worry about all these things and we hang on. And then there's sirens and horns and, and all this crazy noise, these artificial noises that invade our minds and they, we get stressed out. And we don't even realize it. So we drink or we do drugs or we need pills or we eat or we watch porn, or we go shopping. All these are all distractions, or we watch Netflix for six hours or play on our phones, or we combine all those together <laughs> because we don't want to be yes. by ourselves and think. We're scared yes. to death of our own Yes, life. yes, yes. I tell you what, uh, I, and, and we'll talk about your recovery right after this, because you have, a, you know, I want to hear your story and, and you know, fascinating to hear what's, what's going on. But um, I do a screenless Sunday now, okay? And you want to talk about like, the scariest feeling in the world, try to put your phone down. I mean, screen, no computer, no TV, no nothing. 
the first day I did it a couple weeks ago, I got to eight o'clock in the morning. That was it. And I get up at, at about five. So I was making coffee, cleaning the counters. Three hours is pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. Start. Then, yeah. Last Sunday, I got to five o'clock. So it's small things, you know, Skylar, just like you sent me, everything big starts small, man. You know, mm-hmm. that that's how it starts. So, so tell us your start, Dennis, how you start. Why are, you know, why are you here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why am I here on the podcast today? <laughs> no, just why, you know, your recovery. <laughs> well, got you started on this path. Here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was dying and yeah. I don't know how, I think we only have a short time here, right? Uh, well, yeah, but we'll cut it and we'll come back in. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Oh yeah, sure. So yeah. I'm an old ski guy. I grew up in Jersey where you guys are, but I haven't lived there in a long time. And when I graduated high school, which was in 1990, I went up to Vermont. I was up there for 10 years and skiing and, um, partying, living that life, hiding from the world, you know, and I knew I was messed up. You know what happened and you can relate to this is my hair started getting thin when I was like 17, 18 years old. And I, it devastated me. Mm. And so I, I arranged my life to hide from the world and wear a hat so I, nobody would see. Wow. So I became a ski guy, a ski racer, so I can wear a hat. I became a chef because in the restaurants, I could wear mm. a hat. And I, I hid from the world for 13 years. And I, wow. I just drank and snorted cocaine, whiskey and cocaine, cigarettes. My whole life was who you see right now is not who I used to be. Mm. And uh, I hid from the world, you know, but let's go back earlier. When I was five years old, my grandmother told my mother, he worries like a little old man. Mm. You know, I was five years old and already had no idea how to handle the stressors of life. Like we just talked about, you know, the fears, the insecurities, what do people think about me? I'm worried about everything and I don't know how to cope. So Mm. you fast forward to 15 years old and I take my first drink and I'm like, Like, I don't have to feel that way anymore. I don't have to feel anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then you take that another 15 years and I never learned how to grow up and I never learned how to be mature and how to handle life and financial responsibility and heartache and to, and to work well and relationships and all these things and health. And uh, so the reason most people fail in sobriety was, well, one, it's hard mm-hmm. and two, you need to, you can't just remove the harmful behavior. You have to grow. You have to change your life. I, my favorite, one of my favorite sayings in uh, the program was like, you only have to change one thing and that's everything, mm. you know, but that's a lot to think about when you first come in and you're painful, you're feeling all this pain and everybody's like, well, you're full of resentment and anger. And you're like, that's a big word. Like, I don't know any of that stuff. I just need to stop drinking. I'm mm. dying. They throw everything at you. It's like, listen, I came here to stop drinking. You're right. I, I, came I didn't here know to stop what the word resentment meant. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Really know. I had to look it up. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't know I was mad at my mother and church. Like, I just was like, I need to stop drinking or I'm going to die. Like, yeah. literally. So, you know, and they say you just keep going back. And eventually I started picking up on it that it's not about not drinking, it's about growing up. Mm. looking the world in the eye, being honest and uh, learning how to live like those mature adults that you see walking around that know how to say the right things at the right times. And the normals, uh, normies, whatever normal is, (laughs) but it takes time. And, um, uh, you know, I put it in that time. I was like, but you know, we were talking earlier is that nobody's perfect. 
you know, and a lot of people, what part of our problem was that when things get hard, we don't know how to handle it. So we, we revert back to our old behaviors. Mm -hmm. So first we need to identify our old behaviors. Well, ours clearly is drinking and snorting cocaine. Mm -hmm. so we need to it, be like, oh, well, I can't do that because it's not working. It's killing me. Mm -hmm. It used to work or did it even ever really used to work? <laughs> Good question. Right? That's our thought it did. That was the illusion we've seen. Yes. <laughs> Right, exactly. That's an illusion. Yeah. So we have to identify our old beliefs and behaviors. Where did those come from? Probably when I was like four years old, five years old, that those behaviors happened. I didn't know how to do this. I'm scared. So I found a way to, to cope with it and get past that uncomfortable feeling. And in some case, maybe it was isolation. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was eating. Mm -hmm. Maybe, it, I don't know, running outside, running away from problems. And then th those are the bad behaviors. And then we carry those into our adult lives along with drinking snorting cocaine smoking eating watching porn yeah. all these things and then we don't know how to cope we just keep mm -hmm. distracting ourselves from living productive healthy happy lives but there was there was no time to grow up i mean mm -hmm. when because every time we had a feeling we just numbed it with cocaine or alcohol that was my drug of choice too is cocaine or alcohol and cocaine and alcohol together either one first second doesn't matter but <laughs> yeah, well, whatever I get my hands on <laughs> i don't like cocaine i just like the way it smells <laughs> that's I a like good that one. one i never heard that oh one. my god that is you true. can use that if you want it's a good Thank thanks you. Uh, we got <laughs> it. Totally right. stealing it just can yeah. you put that in writing so we can sign off and yeah <laughs> no, you kidding. have it on video <laughs> oh good all right all right there you go um but yeah, no, you're right. It's um, it, it's it's we're just hiding things. You know, hiding hiding what what our true feelings are. My sponsor always tells me, Eddie, two things. One good thing about recovery is you get your feelings back. Bad thing about recovery is you get your feelings back. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, I have some time under my belt, but um, I uh, you know, I still I still get my feelings hurt, or I still you know, I still I still want what I want when I want it, and and how I want it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But. I have to step back every once in a while and just say, okay, you know what? The world doesn't revolve around Ed and uh, there's other really good people out there, not just me, you know, and, uh, and I can learn from people like you and Skylar and all mm -hmm. those millions of other people. If I just keep my fucking mouth shut and listen to people and take their <laughs> advice and just move on through this world the way we're supposed to. So, um, and you know, you, we're quicker before we get a break. Um, and we're, um, you, you mentioned beliefs and behaviors, and that's so important because even in recovery, I struggle with that because like you said, it could be porn, it could be shopping, it could be eating. And then I'm sitting there and I got to go, Skylar, what do you, what are you running from? What's really going on? You know, like how many times in recovery do we do that? I mean, I, those beliefs and behaviors, we work on them. Yes. And they get better, but they, they have a great way of creeping up and, and we have to deal with them still. So it's like, you know, it's an ongoing process and, and beliefs and behaviors are so important in this process. I agree that 100 absolutely, absolutely yeah so. well my oh do we have to break no okay you can finish your, your well complaint. my one of my favorite quotes out there in the world from a philosopher and i forget who it was but he's like all of man and woman's problems stem from our inability to sit quietly in a room alone mm. we always have to be out there doing something that's where all these distractions come in as soon as a thought comes in that I need to be out there doing something, that's yeah. why people don't want to meditate. They don't want to mm -hmm. that besides, uh, you know, all these fears that we're talking about, um, uh, besides failure, the biggest fear of oh, failure, speaking in front of people and sitting alone with our own minds in silence. Mm -hmm. That is the greatest fear that most people have. Mm -hmm. So sitting in a room by ourselves, sitting still, I'm like, I have to go out and make money. 
I have to go out and contribute to my 401k plan or I'm going to mm. die. Yeah, oh, I have to pay time. For health insurance. I, <laughs> yeah. I can't, the president or the politicians, there's yeah. all this stuff that we have to pay attention. Do I look okay? What do people think about me? Like, this is what goes through our heads and we have to go out and do something about it rather than sit still and find the solution with inside of us. And usually that's all within about three minutes also. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, one minute. Yeah. 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 And meditation. I'd like to come back and talk a little bit more about meditation because um, that is a great, you know, sitting alone by yourself is wonderful, but it does suck. And we'll go a little bit more into that and, and some of the things that you do and some of the great work that you're doing. But guys, real quick, um, Dennis Berry is our guest today. Um, we're going to we're gonna come back right after these words, uh, Friends in Recovery podcast and uh, we'll, we'll be right back you're first first to respond first to put others lives before your own and in an emergency you need a network that puts you first that connects you to technology to each other and to other agencies built with and for first responders FirstNet, the only congressionally authorized wireless network for first responders because putting you first is our job. Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Friends in Recovery podcast. I am Jersey Ed, and I'm with... In time with, with Sky. Yeah, who's knocking her microphone around. And our <laughs> special guest today is Dennis Berry. What else can go wrong, huh? It's <laughs> one of them days. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, we're with Dennis Berry here. Uh, we're going to get back to him in a second. But Sky, you know what time it is, right? Yeah, it's sober time, pod it's time. Sober pod time, yeah. The best it's time it, of the day, it, right? Yeah, yeah, it is the best time of the day. So, um, Carl, Ellen, Steve, hello, guys. We we love you, Chelsea. Um, great show over there. Um, if you guys just um, look up sober pod and uh, just just listen to them, I know a lot of you guys do listen to sober pod. I'm getting emails left and right, and and uh, you know everything about them. The good thing, Sky, the I think I'm coming real close to getting the restraining order lifted off of Carl. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, He's going to finally yeah. lift it. He's going to finally lift it. Him and I were talking the other day and uh, we were, it was all cool. No, it's, um, <laughs> he laughs no every time I talk yet. to him. I know. <laughs> no, we're stalking. It's, we're talking now. So Yes, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so laid back out there, Sky. It's just, it's amazing. Like here, we're like, let's get this shit done. This show has to go. Get it done. 15, cut it off. 15, cut it off. We're yeah. done. See you later, Dennis. And that's it. You know, they're just like, oh, whatever, dude. You know, like, oh, Done. I'm like, what do you mean when you're fucking done? Are you kidding me? So go listen to the show. Go listen to sober laid back attitudes. Laid back attitude. And Sky, I think you have a something to uh yeah. So um we did this before and we wanted to try to kick it off again and because it was really successful when we did it. Um 
sober dates. We want it. We want your sober date. We don't care if it's in the month, what month it is, if it's this month, next month, or it just passed. We want to hear what your sober date is. We want to give shout outs about it. Um, we one celebrates, we all celebrate. And that's because your clean time is my clean time in a way, because we did this together. I didn't do this alone. So you sharing your time gives us all hope. It doesn't matter if you have less time or more time. So yeah. please send them in. We love doing it. And you don't realize by you sending your clean data, how much hope that can really give somebody, Absolutely. you know, and all, all it takes is sending us an email. So um, that is help at friends in recovery podcast.com. Send your, your clean date and how many years you have. So yes, Dennis Berry, welcome back to the show. Before we, um, before all the stuff happened and breaks and all that, we were talking about meditation and, uh, um, you know, what's your thoughts on, I know we were talking about it before, before the break and what's your thoughts on meditation? Uh, my, my quick thought here is that it's hard as hell, but it's super productive for me during the day. It's, it's just an amazing tool to have in life but you got to practice it. It's called a practice for a reason. And, and that's my take on it. Um, you, I, I like that. He's pointing something. That means I said something right. He likes well, me guys. He likes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you nailed it there. You know, the thing with meditation, well, first of all, I think, and I forgot cause we got cut off earlier, but I think I was saying the idea of meditation is to not control your mind, but to not let your mind control you. Mm -hmm. And what you just said was so awesome because People all over the place, first of all, if you can ever sit down for a minute and stop being so busy and important, um, uh, then they're like, I tried meditation. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But you have to, it's a repetitive thing. Like you just said, it's a practice. practice. So when you meditate, your brain produces serotonin. That's the calm chemical in our bodies that keeps us calm. And we don't have much of it anymore because we always have to be out doing shit. But when you meditate, your brain produces serotonin. And if you meditate for, let's say, five or 10 minutes, even if it's a guided meditation, whatever type of meditation you're doing, there's really no such thing as a bad meditation. As long as you're making an effort to calm your mind down from the 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts, almost one per second that we have on a daily basis. So when your brain produces serotonin and then you don't meditate again for three or four weeks or ever, you know, you're not going to get the effects of meditation. So if you can meditate in the morning and I always stress the importance of routines. So when I wake up in the morning, mm. if I grab my phone and look at Facebook and see what some politician is screwing me over on, then that's the way my day is going to go. Yep. Yep. But if I could wake up in the morning, read something productive, sit still for a little bit, mm. that's the way my day is going to go. You know, I have a choice how my day is going to go. So if I can calm myself down, sit still for 10 or 20 minutes and then produce some of that serotonin, that calm chemical to keep me calm instead of cortisol, which mm -hmm. keeps me in a constant state of panic, the mm -hmm. stress, that's the stress chemical that our brains produce. Then I stand a better chance of staying calm and productive mm -hmm. throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And if I get off, you know, at 12 o'clock and my day starts going the wrong way, I don't have to wait until tomorrow to have a better day. I don't have to waste 24 hours of my life. Start over right now. Start mm -hmm. your day over right now. So go sit on the toilet for two minutes mm -hmm. and just calm down. Mm -hmm. So meditation is vital. And if you produce that serotonin every day, all day throughout the day, you're, you just become calmer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that this, is right. Um, Good, I, I was just going to say that there's this meeting. It's a, a step 11 meeting. And the first five minutes of it is quiet. 
and it forces you. And it's like, you know, when you go to the gym, you see everyone else doing it. Like I always say that example, because when I see everyone else meditating, I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. And it just gives me hope. That's how we all work together. But it's, it's five minutes of a first meeting. Could you imagine just silence? And there's 700 people on the zoom meeting Wow. And we're all silent together, meditating. Wow. That's pretty cool crazy. yeah 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 and yeah. think about how good you feel as soon as you open your eyes you're like why don't i do this every day mm. it's every day the meeting too at 10 a.m mm. yeah. yeah yeah and and it's it is because i there's an app that i use and and it helps me because it's very hard to focus so i feel i feel this app i'm not going to mention her name until they come sponsor us but um <laughs> it's very calming just to let you know and uh, <laughs> You can email us at help at friends recovery podcast if you want to. If, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, but it it really it really does work. And at the end, she usually says, "Okay, open, you know, wiggle your fingers and toes and open your eyes." And when I hear "open your eyes," it is just the calmingest. I, I even like even if I say to myself, "Just open your eyes," it calms me down even during the day. It really does. And uh, but that's over over years of practice, you know, you gotta, you gotta practice it. Cause here's the thing, guys, when you're going to, and this show's not about meditation, we're gonna get more into what you do now. But um, when you practice that, it just trains your body, like you said, um, Dennis, that to, to just to calm down instead of producing the, the crazy drugs in your in your brain to keep you all tight and everything, it just calms you down. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, thank you for that great, that great explanation of it. Now, um, Funky Bean Podcast, a Funky Brain Podcast, um, Life Mastery School Coaching, um, the Funky Wisdom, Public Speaking. Tell us about all that good stuff and and why you're doing it and 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 you know, you know, kind of how you how you kind of put it all together because it's very interesting, very interesting that that you're doing all this. So yeah, well, it all stems actually from AA early yeah. on. You know, I I I, I'm not a very good AA'er nowadays. I, I, I don't go as much as I used to, but early on, you know, one, and we were talking before the break about, uh, how, how your life unfolds as sobriety goes on, your life just changes, you know? And one of the things I love, and people say it all the time is when, you know, if I was to write down what my life would have been like, in 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 years of sobriety, I would sell myself way short. Mm. And my life has gone in so many different directions, like a ping pong ball. And mm. I paid the price for some of those things, those ping pong balls, you know, cause I take the road less traveled. Mm-hmm. I am an entrepreneurial type person and I've had massive failures, massive, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Nobody ever really fails at anything, yeah. but I've had massive success too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have paid the price for taking some of those risks. Yeah. But I took those risks. And, you know, I went to college. My bachelor's degree was in hotel resort business management. Wow. <laughs> and I ended up being a chef, but I had a catering company. Then I got into fitness. And then I was a, a rare coin dealer. And, <laughs> and then I be, I'm a coach and I sales and marketing. Like, you never know how your life is going to go. I spent eight and a half years raising a special needs boy. Mm-hmm. I was never around children. I, I didn't have the capability. When I was 20, I drove my car into a house, mm-hmm. you know, and I drank for 11 years after that. Mm-hmm. So you, you just, you just never know how life is going to go. But when you're sober, you have choices mm-hmm. and you can uh, continue to grow like we were talking about. And, um, 
uh, it's been a wild ride, but I wouldn't have changed any of the paths that I took because it brought me to who I am today. Yeah. And so in early in AA, I, you know, the first, just like everybody else, I would sit there quietly listening for, for a while and go, oh, that guy's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You, you weren't, you haven't been through what I've been through. You don't know what it's like. And then I started realizing that that's not true. And that's not bullshit. And it's not about just not drinking. It's about growing up. And mm. AA is a great teacher for that. And then I started talking. And then people started asking me to be the speaker. And then it's funny because I started dating a girl in AA, which don't do that. Girls are crazy. Well, they're always <laughs> not. Anyway, but, so, but she, this was funny. This was like maybe five years in. And she goes, you know, you used to share all the time and nobody know what the fuck you were talking about. You know, so we just share, we would just talk, you know, and it's amazing. I had so much growing up to do. I was 31 at the time and it took me five, six, seven years to really understand what was going on because I, I dug myself into such yeah, a pit yeah. of despair, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's funny. One of my clients just yesterday, we were talking about this. He's about a year or 14 months in and the awarenesses that he's starting to get are awesome. And I said to him, you know, where you are right now took me about six or seven years to understand. Mm -hmm. yes. I said, do you know how valuable it is? Well, one, to have me, of course, because I'm <laughs> the best coach. But, but what I said to have a coach, a mentor, some sort of accountability partner, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be me. It's somebody else. And that's, you know, the 12-step programs do a great job of that. You have your sponsor, somebody else who's not emotionally attached to your shit. Yes. But, yeah. you know, in, in terms of us with coaching, life coaching, mentorship, whatever it is, somebody who's not emotionally attached to your shit, who has some training that can help guide you to those awarenesses and to that wisdom. So that's why I do what I do. That's mm -hmm. the long answer to that. Why do I do what I do? So I just cut six years off of that mm -hmm. learning curve for that guy. Mm -hmm. And that makes me happy. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. if I can help one person not want to have to think about suicide or homicide or, you know, whatever other stresses, fears, anger, anxiety or whatever is going on in their life. If I can alleviate some of that, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. And then Giving. I started speaking more and then and then I started the podcast because people, my friends were like, you need to have a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to do all that shit. And I was like, fine. And then they're like. I, I said, I'm just going to do the audio. They're like, you have to do the video. I was like, I don't want to do all that shit. And that's like old thinking, right? So then I said, sure, okay. And he helped me set up all the lights and cameras and everything. And that's and helped I, you build that big brick wall behind you. I built it hand by hand. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where I, that's why I do it. You know, I started writing a book like five or six years ago and I didn't mean to write a book. It was really just getting all the, my funky thoughts out of my head. Mm -hmm. And my guy, my, where the funky stuff comes from is all my yes. friends in AA 15 years ago or more. They used to be like, Oh, Dennis has funky brain again. Cause I would just, talk uh, and so okay. I was going to call my book funky brain, but I like the idea of wisdom, funky wisdom, because it implies mm -hmm. growth. It implies that, Ooh, you know, maybe yeah. there's some, something good in there that I want to read. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so that's where funky wisdom, a practical guide to life came from. But I call my podcast, the funky brain podcast with Dennis Barrett. 
Cool. Yeah. And, and it's a great podcast. I, I caught a couple episodes. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to dig in a little deeper and, uh, and, and definitely watch it. But um, so, so that, that, that was my next question. Why funky, you know, but it, it, it obviously explained everything funky brain. I like that. I didn't even think about it. My, my brain is still funky. It's still, you know, but it's funky now. It used to be all fucked up when it, all those years ago until, yeah. until I got a sponsor and I started working in steps. Now it's only funky. So, but yeah. um the, well, the, the thing is that, it, that remember, and you know, we talk about this all the time is like, it could still be funky. I've removed drugs and alcohol, but I could still mm. dig into my brain and get angry and resentful and full of oh, fear yeah. and anxiety. So I, you know, it's a constant, all of us are a constant work. Do you know why you need a life coach? Because we all need a coach. Every one of us needs a coach or a mentor or somebody who's not emotionally attached to Arsha. That is to it. Take a look at what we're going through and be like, what? You know, like we are so attached to the way things are supposed to be. We don't like change. None of us like change. And we're like all tightly wound. And when mm-hmm. I can call my, you know, your sponsor, a mentor, a coach, or somebody mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is what's going on. And they're like, that's, that's not bullshit. Yeah. 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 It's not, Why don't yeah. we try this instead? And you're like, hmm, well, I never thought of that. Well, no, cause you're all <laughs> wrapped up. In your- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Now, Dennis, real quick coaching, coaching and life mastery. What's the difference between that? I mean, um, and, and I know you do, um, you know, maybe explain a little bit of what coaching is number one and what you do with coaching and then life mastery. Cause, um, I, I, I like the, I like the, the, um, the life mastery, you know, explain a little bit of it if you don't mind. Sure. Well, with coaching is like where we start and it's a, it's the same. I have a program that I do and my coach is David Essel and he's like the master and he, he's really helped me do a lot in my life. And, um, but what we do is uh, we start with what we talked about earlier, our beliefs and our behaviors. Mm-hmm. So we go down and we look at the major areas of our life, which are usually what are our beliefs around ourselves, our bodies, our relationships with our families, our love relationships, our, um, our finances, our careers, and our spiritual lives, right? So how are we feeling about ourselves in all those areas? And then what are our expectations of ourselves in those areas? So now what we have, if my body looks like this or feels like this, but I want to look and feel like this, now we have a goal, right? Or my career, I'm down here. I make 50 grand a year. I want to make a million a year. Now we have a goal, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing we need to do is establish where we are and where we want to be. You know, in a lot of cases, because I do a lot of addiction recovery, we need to stop drinking or snoring cocaine. So, you know, a lot of times that's where we start. And I work with a lot of women too. And originally it was just addiction recovery for men because just like AA or 12 step programs, Mm -hmm. it was like men work with men, women work with women. Otherwise adult things happen and it screws everything up. So, (laughs) but what happened was women would come to me because their sons or husbands or somebody was screwed up and they wanted me to help them, but they weren't ready yet, which we see all the time. Mm -hmm. So I started working with them to teach them about self-love, self-care, self-respect, how to how it's nice. not their responsibility that they're not doing well that they need to take care of themselves mm-hmm. so then i started working with women and then couples and this has just evolved over the years that's but, great so once we have our goals and what we want to do is we want to work on one goal at a time one major goal at a time not five one because we never get all these goals done at a high level the mm-hmm. greatest example is like new year's resolutions so you're like 
every New Year's, there's like the five things I want to lose weight, make more money, improve my relationships, and blah, stop blah, drinking. Yeah. And so a week later, you're overwhelmed because there's too many major things you're trying to do. So you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go have a drink and eat a cake and screw my husband or wife or whatever. I don't care yeah. what they think. And yeah. now all of a sudden, next year, you're just the same five year New Year's resolution. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's such a common story. So what we do is we do one big thing at a time. It's called the one thing. What's okay. our one thing that we're working on? Mm-hmm. And then from there, we create specific action steps to get that one thing done. Because remember, the drugs, the alcohol, whatever your addiction is, that's not the problem. Mm-mm. We talked about that earlier. It's mm-hmm. what I'm using to cope with the real problem, which is my thinking, my funky mm-hmm. brain. Yes. And in a lot of cases, we can go back and dig into those old beliefs and behaviors. And maybe, you know, I, I work with a woman in her 40s, and she was drinking a couple of bottles of wine every night. And she was like 20 pounds overweight and, you know, her relationship was fine. Everything was okay. And then she would eat a bunch of shit when she was drunk and she couldn't figure out why she couldn't stop drinking. So while we were working together, we realized it came out and it it took a couple months for this to come out. And when she was 13 years old, she was violated by this 15 year old boy at camp. And she never told anybody about it. She just Mm. buried it down for 30 years deep inside of herself. And you can only do that for so long. Mm-hmm. And we all have those things that happened to us when we were yeah. kids. Yeah. And yeah. eventually it comes out. So it comes out one way or another. It can Weird come ways. out. Yeah. Yeah. It can yeah. come out in a therapy. It can come out through exercise or it can come out in drugs and alcohol. Yeah. But it's yeah. going to yeah. come out. Something's going to yeah. come out. Absolutely. Now that's the coaching piece. What's the life mastery? Is that like you graduate from coaching and then you go into life mastery or, or is that just something that is just a completely different program? No, well, life mastery is just a term. Like we want to master every area of our Got life. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So once we once we um, get through, like, what's the real problem? Let's work on that. When we get rid of the drugs, the alcohol, the harmful behaviors, what's next? You know, mm-hmm. how can I master my entire life, my body, my health and wellness, mm-hmm. my relationships, my finances, my career? How can I improve every area of my life? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do on your own. And I'm yes. a high performance coach, so I work with everybody from couples and uh, 16 year old kids to real estate moguls that make a million a year uh, a month, make a million dollars a month. So um, everybody in between. So it's a, it's just having about having a a solid mindset and Mm -hmm. staying focused, like laser focus on that one thing and getting it done at a high level every week. Mm. Hmm. I like that. And that's a, uh, and, and listen, you're, you're right. Everybody does need a coach. And uh, I have a coach myself and uh, she's amazing. And like the stuff that you come up with and, and work out through with a coach is just beyond belief. It really is. And and I really recommend definitely a coach, even, a, even like a mastermind. I also belong to like a mastermind group. Um, did, did you ever hear of Jesse Eitzler? Jesse Eitzler? Yes, I have. Uh, BYLR communities. So I belong to that community. Guys, anything to grow in our recovery, to grow in our lives, to grow, grow wherever we can grow. I love what you said um, about life mastery. It recoveries one part of our life. That's it. That's one part. We can't eat, sleep, breathe, shit, recovery all day long because there's other parts of our lives that we have to take care of. There's the personal life. There's the the, acti- the activity life. I'm, I'm a huge runner. I, you know, I'm, I'm running a ultra marathon in two weeks and my first one ever. And, and, uh, you know, I, last year I did a, um, uh, it's called a calendar run. I ran 
the day of you know the mile of every day and and up and up to 30 miles, I ran 480 miles in last June and um you know nice. yeah but if I didn't have a coach or if I didn't have somebody directing me it would have been you know all right well, I can't do that I'm not good enough for you know at 400 yeah yeah you can do it you can do anything you put yourself your, your yourself to the problem is is the funky brain I love that is our funky brain telling us we can't do it and if you mm -hmm. sit in front of somebody and I don't care what, what it costs, if you sit in front of somebody and they work, they help you see it a different way, it's worth a billion dollars, 100%, because you know what, you're going to make $10 billion. If, if, you know, it's just amazing. It's just amazing what coaching can do. Exactly. It really is. Yeah. And you know, if it costs, like you just said, if it costs you a few thousand dollars to make a, a million, like, isn't that worth it? It's yeah. so worth it. Yeah. yeah. And to have somebody who is uh who's not only attached to your stuff, but has been trained to see like, you, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot, it's a program that I have. There's a these behaviors, they're all human behaviors. I, mean, I, I don't want people to beat themselves up by anything that they've done in the past because it's been done before. Like there's no, we talk about that when you, when you start doing like your fourth and fifth step, mm -hmm. there's nothing I haven't heard or done, probably yes. done exactly. myself, right? Yeah. right. Like, you're going to tell me that uh, I'm going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. The coach has experience and can teach you. Like that's yeah. two yeah. things, you know what I mean? Like we need experience and someone's been through yeah. it and that, you know what I mean? Knows how to teach us how to do it themselves. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I was taught, and I love this one too, is to have an expert in every area of your life mm. because I'm not an accountant. I hate doing my taxes. I hate it. I don't want anybody to try to explain it to me. It's nope. it pisses me off. Yeah. So I have an accountant that does all that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm free to not have to do that. Yeah. I, if I have to go to court, I need a lawyer. If I get sick, I need a doctor. Yeah. If I want to crush my business goals, I need a coach. Exactly. You know, exactly. if I, if I'm having problems getting sober, which if I'm thinking about getting sober and I'm not, then I probably have a problem. Otherwise mm -hmm. I would have got that done already. Right. <laughs> so I probably needed somebody to help guide me through that. Absolutely. And so that's why I want to have these experts lined up in my life. And now I'm free to just kind of have a great life. Just go and, and just be productive. Absolutely. Dennis, um, we're going to close here. Um, real, I, I just want you to, if you can, um, well, first of all, you're definitely going to be back on the show. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's just so many topics that we can kind of touch on. Oh, and, yeah. and if you know, I'll, uh, hopefully we can do that in the near future. I would future. love to do that. That would be great. great. Good, good. And you can meet the pod father. We really miss him. He's probably playing golf or something. Who knows what he's doing today. But um, <laughs> uh, but uh, tell us where we can find you um, and and your services and and all that stuff. Can if you, and, and of course, it'll all be in the show notes, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, the best way, uh, everything goes through my website, which is DennisBerry.com. And from there, you can click on links to get to the Funky Brain Podcast. And uh, the biggest, our biggest audience is on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And because I do the video too. So we have, you know, quite a bit of views there. But of course, it's on every podcast thing. And uh, you can buy my book through there or on Amazon. And of course, you could schedule a free coaching session with me. And we can have a lot of fun, talk a little bit, see if uh, we have are a good fit for each other which of course we will be because i'm really cool <laughs> he is really cool guys we got yeah. to know him in between breaks so. <laughs> um <laughs> and one, one other thing if if you could i would like to um we do our weekly kind of uh, motivational type uh, giveaway and on on our facebook pages check out facebook i would love to have um a, a book to give away to our our listeners if that's if that's possible 
Um, yeah, I'll do like more than one. Oh, cool, cool. And if okay, so give me give give me a few, and then I, what we'll do is two people if two people email me, I'll send them books out, and we'll give away a couple books on on Facebook. How's that a deal? Sounds yes. great. All right, send good. the email now. Yeah, email <laughs> help at friendsrecoverypodcast.com. You email me, tell me why you want the funky brain, uh, the funky. Um, uh, wisdom. wisdom book and we'll send it to you or don't tell me why just say i want the fucking book that's it <laughs> you know <laughs> i want that fucking it book it's that's a full right, sentence that. right there damn it i want that fucking book i want that fucking book no um and if you don't win it on on in here if you don't you know you don't get you get a chance to get here um dennisberry.com and it's there uh support his cause he's doing wonderful things um Dennis, thank you so much for uh, for coming on and and really explaining what um, what you do and how you do it and how you're helping a lot of people. You're a, you're a wonderful wonderful soul. Yes. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. You guys are great too. I really enjoyed our time together. It's a great absolutely. connection. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, awesome. So, so Sky, um, that's it. We missed the Podfather, and I guess I got to figure out how to get us out of here because if not, we're going to talk to Dennis until Podfather gets. I know, back right? I was like, week. man, that half hour flew by. I'm like, <laughs> I, know. I know we went over, but I probably could have kept going because I'm like, know. this is so I great. Know. This is interesting stuff, man. Exactly. So I really appreciate you coming on here. You taught us yeah. a lot for oh, me, thanks. especially. You know. No, thank you, man. Oh, thanks, always Dennis. gratitude and service. That's the mantra. For everybody, I want everybody listening to think to take that, mm, write that. that down on your hand, put it in your phone, gratitude and service. Mm, Just absolutely. focus on that. Whatever you have, it's more than somebody else. And there's always somebody that you can help. Absolutely. Yes. Dennis Berry at DennisBerry.com. Thank you so much for being um, a guest today. And that's about all. So guys, uh, thank you for listening and stay sober, everybody. This concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Thanks to Genesis House, FirstNet, built with AT&T, for supporting those on the path to recovery and keeping this valuable resource free for all our friends in recovery. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery. If you can't get enough of Mike, the Podfather, Jersey Ed and Skyler, you can catch them on Answering the Call, the First Responders Podcast, available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and GenesisHouse.net. <laughs>